Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. We now know the race for New York governor as Lee Zeldin defeats a surging Andrew Giuliani and immediately goes after the incumbent. See, Kathy Hochul, she's, uh, she's in over her head. We cannot and will not let right-wing extremists set us backwards on all the decades of progress we've made right here. Connecticut's safe harbor law, just how much can it protect women from other states who seek an abortion here? I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. Also ahead on the Wednesday morning news roundup, if it's not one virus, it's another. The federal government promises more monkeypox vaccine as the number of cases in our area grows. I'm Marla Diamond outside a vaccine clinic in Chelsea. How's that retirement plan now in our 88 seconds and sound for this date? The maddening scheme by a man named Madoff. Wednesday, June 29th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane. Sunny, beautiful day today. High close to 85 degrees. So it's Hochul versus Zeldin in the general election for governor of New York. We begin our morning news roundup with clips from last night. Primary night assembled here by WCBS reporter Steve Burns. It wasn't lost on anyone that Governor Hochul was speaking with a literal glass ceiling above her at her primary night party. I stand on the shoulders of generations of women who constantly had a bang up against that glass ceiling. To the women of New York, this one's for you. Hochul handily beat her two opponents for the Democratic nomination. Her running mate, Antonio Delgado, also fended off his challengers. Focus is quickly turning to November. We must answer one question. One question. Are we going to move New York forward or you let the far-right extremists drag our state backwards? You tell me. I know the answer. Among Republicans, Long Island Congressman Lee Zeldin was victorious. This November, in the state of New York, one-party rule will end. Kathy Hochul will get fired. We will restore balance and common sense to Albany again. Zeldin is hoping to broaden his appeal in a state where Democrats outnumber Republicans by more than two to one. And out there right now across this state are Republicans and conservatives and independents and disenfranchised Democrats who all care about the future of the state. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. We will be talking with Governor Kathy Hochul this morning, 840, here on WCBS. Let's head to Chelsea, the site of the only clinic that had but no longer has a vaccine for the virus that has almost doubled in case in a week here in New York City. Marla Diamond joins us live from Chelsea where the monkeypox shots ran out. Marla, what's happening with the virus and what are officials doing now about the shortage? 
Good morning, Paul. We've been reporting on the overwhelming demand at this clinic on 9th Avenue where the city began offering the vaccine on June 23rd and had to turn people away less than two hours later. As of yesterday, the number of presumed cases in New York City has nearly doubled to 55 and the supply of vaccine has run out. Yesterday, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announced states with the highest number of cases will be given 56,000 vaccine doses from a federal stockpile, but supplies of the safest type of the vaccine are limited. And infectious disease specialists are now expressing concern that the window for the U.S. to contain the monkeypox virus is closing. Wayne and Paul? Marla, what about cases in the suburbs? New Jersey reported four probable cases of monkeypox as of last night. There are 300 cases now in the U.S. of the virus that is spread through close contact with an infected person. And most cases in the U.S. have been reported in men who have sex with other men. The federal government says those 56,000 doses will be sent out immediately with 240,000 more doses to follow in the coming weeks. Marla Diamond this morning on the story and straight ahead of the morning news roundup, some fine print on the promise in Connecticut to protect women from out of state seeking abortions there. To the Weather Center now and Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen with the weather day ahead. Craig. A nice summertime day coming up. 85 after this nice cool start that we have in the suburbs. It's in the 50s out there right now. Most of the uh, suburbs. The city holding on to 66. But 85 or so for this afternoon. And then tonight partly cloudy. Lows in the upper 60s in the city. Near 60 for the suburbs. Tomorrow sunshine even warmer than today with highs 84 to 88 and a little more humid as well. And then Friday, partly sunny, hot and humid. Highs up near 90. The beaches will be in the 80s. There will be some showers or thunderstorms to start off the holiday weekend, though, on Saturday. 66 now, humidity 75 percent, and the wind is calm. Craig, today is sentencing day in New York for a rhythm and blues hitmaker, R. Kelly. He's due in Manhattan Federal Court for a sex trafficking case that could put him behind bars for years. Prosecutors are seeking a minimum 25-year term. R. Kelly's lawyers say a sentence of 10 years or less is all he deserves. And uh, it at only after the documentary Surviving R. Kelly aired that his abuse of children and young women led to criminal charges that could put him away until he's 80 years old. Sources tell New York One that state lawmakers have agreed on legislation that would ban guns from hospitals, schools, government buildings, mass transit, places where alcohol is served, too. That bill necessitated by the Supreme Court ruling overturning the state's concealed carry ban. The vote in Albany could come tomorrow. And now in our morning news roundup, we head to Connecticut, where Sean Adams is looking into possible legal trouble facing those who assist out-of-state women in getting abortion services. Sean, uh, what's the latest on efforts to legally protect them. Well, we're trying to sort that out. Murky Waters uh, post Roe v. Wade, the future of abortion could end up pitting state against state. In anticipation that the Supreme Court would overturn Roe v. Wade, Connecticut passed a safe harbor law offering protection to health care providers and women from other states who seek an abortion here. So Connecticut is going to restrict access to health records. But if another state takes legal action against a woman and seeks extradition, Connecticut might have to comply with that. The extradition clause of the Constitution is clear. Legal experts also wonder if health care providers uh, could open themselves up to, uh, to problems if, say, they use telehealth for an out-of-state consult. If other states start taking legal action for abortions performed here in Connecticut, there could be a big legal fight ahead, and that could end up ultimately before the Supreme Court. Paul, Wayne? 
Sean Adams in Stanford. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Verdane. It's the Morning News Roundup for Wednesday with your three things to know. The testimony that President Trump knowingly tried to send armed people into the Capitol and fought his own secret service is described by legal analyst Solomon Weisenberg to the New York Times as the smoking gun. There are also reports this morning that members of the Secret Service are prepared to challenge the claim by Cassidy Hutchinson, top aide to President Trump's chief of staff, that Trump grabbed the steering wheel and assaulted his driver when he was told that they would not take him to what became an armed Capitol riot. Number two, Governor Kathy Hochul, who won her primary yesterday to run in November, will join us at 840 this morning here on WCBS. Her Republican challenger will be Congressman Lee Zeldin of Long Island. Third thing, Mayor Eric Adams suggests Rudy Giuliani be investigated for filing a false police report for claiming that he was assaulted by a heckler who clapped him on the back at a Staten Island shop right. Mayor Adams says the security video undercuts Giuliani's harrowing account. Up next, our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds and sound for June 29th. 2009. He's evil, he's a sociopath, and destroy. The evil New York financier Bernie Madoff, who took people's life savings and never invested a dime of it, learned his sentence. 150 years behind bars, the maximum sentence for one of the biggest swindles of all times. Some of his thousands of victims were at the courthouse. I was in the process of retiring. In fact, it would have been around now I was going to retire. Uh, there's no retirement for me. Passing the Civil Rights Act of 64 to integrate schools and offices and end Jim Crow required then a two-thirds vote to stop the filibuster. Senators used that weapon to block civil rights not once, not twice. This was the twelfth time. CBS's Roger Mudd. That there had been a filibuster on the civil rights bill. Twelve times. Eleven times the filibuster had, uh, had succeeded. On this date, the arc of U.S. history bent towards justice with the end of an incredible 60-day filibuster by powerful whites who feared loss of status to people they considered unequal. And when the roll call vote came to California's Claire Engel, there was silence. A brain tumor left him unable to speak. So slowly, he raised his arm and pointed to his eye to signal yes to ending Jim Crow. The Apple Store, the iPhone is set to launch later today. 2007, New York City. The first iPhone is sold in the U.S. First phone with a touchscreen, no keyboard, Wi-Fi access, camera, and web browsing. How long did you wait? 22 hours. All for $499 for 4 gigs. My name is... 2000, Eminem is sued by his mother, who took offense to this lyric. 99% of my life I was lied to. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about doing drugs and name it after. She sued for $10 million, got 25000 but after lawyer's fees, wound up with 1600 Reports say the two have since reconciled. This is June 29th. You know, I remember when the iPhone came out, we all had Blackberries, and nobody could kind of wrap their head around the idea that this thing doesn't have a keyboard. Nobody will like it. A what, Barry? <laughs> it's been a long time, it's, huh? It's, yeah, right. In tomorrow's 88 Seconds and Sound, the most important invention of the past 100 years. And this is today's Morning News Roundup. You know, weekday mornings at 6, we give you a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Listen on the radio or on demand on the Odyssey app to search the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and tell a friend. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.